Welcome to the Field by Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Dumay, entrepreneur, lifestyle coach, philanthropist, and gratitude junkie. And you've come to the place to be empowered by real and authentic conversations that will unravel you and deliver you to a place of discovering your true authentic self. Thanks for tuning in another episode on the Fueled by Gratitude podcast. Today, this episode is actually my guest interview that I did on the Everything Cha-Ching podcast by Jamin Armstead. He's the host. He's a wealth management financial advisor for the Generation X. He's amazing. I actually am going to be posting another little mini episode on how you can connect with him. But I loved this interview with him where I talked more about the Fueled by Gratitude lifestyle. Him and I met during a amazing Focus, Live Your Focus Summit events a few weeks ago and he asked me to be a guest and I wanted to share our interview on this podcast so that you guys can check it out and let me know your thoughts as well. We are with the lovely Victoria Dumay. Uh, Victoria, I am so grateful that you uh, have taken time out to uh, come hang out with us today. So I certainly appreciate that. I'm grateful and very honored to be here. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> you are very welcome. Well, I know that we are, you are actually the, what I call the gratitude queen. Um, <laughs> you're fueled by gratitude. So just kind of share with us, you know, uh, your story and how you got to this point as far as advocating for and living within gratitude. Well, I think it's just about personal journey in life. You know, I think we all go through experiences in our life. And I was someone that was very, like, drawn to mindset and personal development with the books, with motivational videos. And in my business and in the industry that I'm in, it's all about, you know, digging in about leadership skills and learning about yourself. You know, in order to be a good leader, you have to do the personal development. So for me, my gratitude journey started first with really being drawn again to like personal development and how, how can I better myself? And the concept of gratitude was just always something that you heard a lot from thought leaders, spiritual leaders. And I just kept hearing like, gratitude is this, gratitude changes everything. Gratitude, you know, um, if you can't be grateful, then you can't have more. And so I started, you know, for me unraveling and what I call, you know, like digging deeper within this concept to see what does this really mean? Because I thought I was grateful. And as I'll explain, you know, as we go on is I had a surface level, you know, idea of gratitude. I wasn't fully living in gratitude. And so I started doing, I started, my, my life started to transform as I started to learn more about what it meant to be fueled by gratitude, what it meant to be, you know, in gratitude. Yeah, you know, that's so awesome. You know, of course, you and I had a conversation yesterday. And, yes. uh, you know, you had mentioned the, the fueled by gratitude, which is your motto or your, yeah. I don't want to call it a motto or slogan. I don't know what, yeah. word, your branding, I'll say that, which I think yeah. is awesome. So first kind of define for me, because gratitude is one of those things where it means different things to, to different mm -hmm. people. So, you know, share with us your definition of gratitude and then what your branding 
really drives home and means. Yeah. So for me, gratitude is the lifestyle. Being in gratitude is really where everything kind of aligns that we truly want in life. Because there's, you know, and I know I shared with this, shared with you yesterday is that to me, I don't like gray areas. You know, this is either black or white. I don't like gray areas. I don't believe in having one foot here and then one foot there. And then you're never really in full alignment of anything. It's like, well, what do you stand for? Do you stand for this or do you stand for that? And so in order, you know, I'm a believer of energy and frequency and in order for you to manifest and to really get more of what you want, it starts with you. It starts with who you are, how you're being, what are the plants that you are reaping based on what you're sowing, right? We all hear the saying, you reap what you sow. So if we reap what we sow, then we are ultimately in control of what we are planting in our lives and in out into the universe and what we're, how we're being, the thoughts that we say, the things that we do, the actions that we take are ultimately saying something about your belief, about what you believe is true. So living in gratitude for me represents an abundance and growth mindset versus the lack limitations and fixed mindset, right? So what gratitude does is that it allows you to see the the goodness in all situations. It allows you to see things from that lens versus a lens that is always looking at what is wrong and what is lacking. And, you know, you know, the opposite of gratitude is the jealousy. It's the comparison. It's the, like we've a little talked about yesterday. It's like looking at every event and situation as almost from a victim lens, right? 2020 right now, there's two types of people. There's the people that see it as the worst year and it's the reason why everything is going wrong in their life. You know, you cough, you get sick, oh, freaking 2020, you know? You, you're ready to blame 2020 and the circumstances for why everything's going wrong versus someone who I call ingratitude looks at 2020 as actually a blessing. You know, they see it differently. They have a different lens. They see opportunities. They see lessons that they're learning. They're, they're seeing things that, wow, I'm so awake to things I wasn't before. They're willing to grow versus staying fixed. And then to me, doesn't allow for anything else to be different. And so there's these two sides. And so being fueled by gratitude is the fuel that allows you to see life through that lens of abundance, right? The lens of this is a gift because when you are in gratitude, you're actually um, grateful for something that you just received or are receiving. So it allows you to actually see life as a blessing. And then if you see it any other way, you're not in gratitude. I, I hope that makes sense. So when no, you're in gratitude, uh -huh. you're not comparing your life you're not looking at your life in the lack way, like, oh, I don't have these things, or she's better than me, he's better than me. And you're constantly looking for, you know, where's my, where's my blessing? Where's my blessing? When in actuality, you are surrounded by abundance, but you can't even see it because you are not in gratitude. So a life in gratitude literally is a whole new way of seeing life that doesn't let you go into the, the lows and the lack because you will always manifest what you see. You will find evidence for what you believe. You will, right? The reticular activator in our brain says, I will see the evidence of what I 
want to, what I, what I focus on. Of course, my cat's going crazy in the background here. But so like, let's say I want a new car, right? If I want the Jeep Wrangler, you know how this goes. I'm going to see every single Jeep Wrangler out there, right? <laughs> That's very true. The thing is, is that there were probably Jeep Wranglers way before I even knew I wanted them, but I didn't see them. But now if I know I want that Jeep Wrangler, I'm going to see that Jeep Wrangler everywhere. I'm going to know every neighbor in my neighbor that has that car, what color it is, you know? So because why? Because what you focus on, you're going to find the evidence for. And so when you are fully immersed in a life of gratitude, it only allows you to see what's going great. It doesn't matter the circumstance and the events happening, a life in gratitude allows you to see what is the lesson here? What is the blessing? You know, a situation happened with us yesterday. We were like kind of bummed. But then I said <laughs> to myself this morning, I was like, there's a reason that that happened and that there is a better plan right? There was a better plan for this podcast that we're recording. We'll do the plan because it happened and there's no reason to look at the lack of what just happened, right? I can take every situation and be able to be in gratitude for it. I'm still grateful for our conversation. I still believe it planted something and something will be, you know, will flourish from that. So that's, I hope that makes sense on like how the perspective and views of life changes when you're in gratitude when you're fully fueled by gratitude. Yeah, no, no, no. And that's such a powerful concept. And yesterday, <laughs> if more mm -hmm. than, if, if I didn't get anything out of it, it's a good example, right, of how you live in gratitude. Because for those that don't know, we actually had a conversation yesterday and I failed to hit the record button, right? So I was feeling yeah. really low, really bad. You know, right. Victoria had invested this time and we didn't even record. But, you know, here I am, you know, getting to witness. And even though I felt bad about that, right? Um, you're taking that perspective of, hey, you know, you probably got something out of that, which I did. Yes. And you're talking about some of those things now. So when you're talking about a lifestyle of gratitude. Yes. As, as, as it relates to like religion, let's just say. There's different mm -hmm. religions. There's different way to practice religion. Gratitude yeah. is in the eye of the beholder. So how does one go from thoughts of gratitude to living a life of gratitude? Okay. So for me, a, a life of gratitude is an internal, it's an internal thing that happens, right? We can do, we can do tons of actions, but if it doesn't mean anything to us, it's, then that's what religion is. Re religion just says, I'm going to just come play the part. I'm going to just do the acts, but there's no transformation happening. There's no, there's no healing happening. Gratitude as a practice means that you are healing and, trans and transformation is occurring. Does that make sense? Like it exudes from the inside out and it's not just an act that you do just to do it. See, if you go to, you know, the gym, like we'll use the analogy of fitness. I love to use the fitness Absolutely. analogy. Absolutely. You go to the gym and you do, you do the exercises, but you go, then you go home and you are self-loathing, eating emotionally. You, you know, you are beating yourself up it doesn't matter how much you go to the gym. The transformation isn't happening because the transformation isn't, isn't coming from the inside. It's all like almost doing those actions in vain. You're still going to be unhappy and you're still never going to be able to maintain that type of lifestyle. You're actually like inside super not free and unhappy because when you go home, you don't eat the right way. You're struggling with maybe body dysmorphia or whatever it is because 
it doesn't matter. You, just because you're at the gym, that's just like, that's the religious act. It's like, you just do this because you think you have to do it. No, you will want to do those actions when the inside transformation happens, right? When the inside loves yourself so much, then you will take care of your body. Then it's natural versus I hate myself. I feel such lack of freedom and authenticity. I got to go and do all of these things to make myself try and feel better, right? That's to me the difference is that's the difference between doing and being. Like we're not humans doing, we're humans being. Does that make sense? Doesn't matter what you do. It matters 100% who you are being in those situations and in your life. I don't, I don't know if that answered yeah, your question. Yeah, no, 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 it does. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And, and the question that I'm thinking of is, you know, we're all human, right? We all have our insecurities. Yeah. We all doubt ourselves. Um, you know, yeah, we have goals and we have an idea of what we want to achieve, whether it's monetarily, spiritually, uh, you know, uh, personality, right? And yeah. sometimes we have a tendency to beat ourselves up when we've taken one step forward, but yep. two steps back. So mm -hmm. in your own journey, how are, what are some different ways that you've caught yourself? Yes. So again, it was for me, re like revealing to me that I was really caught in a very negative and lack mindset for majority of my life. You know, we, a good way to test yourself is to say, do you, do you find yourself comparing or do you find yourself getting jealous or do you find yourself saying things like, well, that's my luck. I knew that would happen when something goes bad, right? So when you're like, yep, of course, I knew that was going to happen. You know, I knew if I parked here, someone was going to open their door and dent my car or something bad happens and you're like, that's my luck. We've all heard our friends say it. We've already, maybe we've even say those things. We don't realize that that is what's in the root of that is our lack mindset. That again is the opposite of gratitude, right? But if we realize that we're actually constantly manifesting the things that are happening into our life with our thoughts and their way of being, what is, why are we seeing these things? It's because we believe that about ourselves and about our life. And so when you start to, realize those things and you're like, okay, I need to change the way that I'm thinking. For me, it was like, I got to consciously acknowledge, capture those thoughts that I'm having every single day that are actually rooted in lack and fear and worry um, and says that there's limits and says that I can't have that. All of these things, once you reveal it, then you can make a conscious effort to say, actually, I'm going to choose to have another thought. I'm going to have, I'm going to choose to have faith over fear, which we've always heard, right? We, I'm going to choose to see the abundance versus the lack. What can I choose to see that's actually going right in my life versus focusing on everything that's going wrong? Because we're constantly being programmed to go that way. We're actually even programmed like as human beings to survive. So we're actually looking to survive something every day. What am I going to survive from, right? We have this innate type you know, primal, I forget what it's called, like primitive brain or whatever. I don't know the scientific words, but that is <laughs> programmed to, for us to survive, right? So just that in itself, we're already trying to fight our natural way of protecting ourselves, right? Which is why you'll see people, they'll journey off towards a goal. And as soon as discomfort comes, their brain is be like, run far. That didn't feel good. That didn't feel good. And now you're rationalizing every reason of why you need to quit. You're mm, like, oh, why no, that, that did work. not, mm. that won't work. 
And then your brain is already talking yourself out of that thing that you thought was a great idea. It's like, no, that actually was not a good idea. I'm going to go back in my cushy little like bed with my comfy pillows because it's comfortable here. And I don't like what's not comfortable. Right. So it's already talking you out of that because your brain, all the brain is, is, is programmed to do is make you survive. Right. So you're already in a fearful, like, who do I need to fight? What do I need to fight? What's coming my way? When you recognize that you're going to do that, you'll be aware of the actions and the thoughts that you have. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. I see what's going on. I see the reason why I want to quit. I see the reason why I, you know, I'm being negative. It's because, oh, my brain's trying to tell me that this doesn't feel good and it wants to go this way to rationalize it. And once you have that awareness, you'll be like, no, uh, actually, there's nothing for me to fear. No one's trying to kill me right now, right? There's no tiger coming after me. And so you can now tell the brain, shut up. Hey, we're not going to have this thought. I'm actually fine, right? It's not that you're not going to feel fear. So you started to say, we're human beings. It's natural. We're going to have these emotions. There's nothing wrong with being sad or feeling sad or feeling angry or feeling even fear. Fear, like, thank God you have the emotion of fear, right? Like I always tell women, you need to feel fear because then that tells you not to go home with the guy at the bar that wants to take you home <laughs> that you just met, you know? Like it's going to keep you from the serial killer doing something. Like we need fear. It's just when we, we don't need fear to control us, right? We don't let fear take the wheel. We're like, I got it. You can take a back seat. I appreciate you but I'm still going to do what I'm doing. And thank you. Same thing with sadness or anger. Acknowledge the emotions. You're going to get upset. You, I'm not saying that in a life of gratitude, you're never going to get upset. That's not it. It's where you dwell in, right? What are you dwelling in? And how does the, the, do the upsets take over? Does the jealousy take over? Does the lack take over? Or are you resetting? right? I always say reset with gratitude because it elevates you to that higher mood. And it also reminds you there's actually a lot more amazing things going around than we actually are willing to see, right? That's really all. It's like feel all the spectrums of emotions. That's what makes life so beautiful. We need sadness to have the polarity of, of happiness, right? We need to feel hurt so that we can embrace the other, right? Yesterday wow. I said, winter's wow. always hard. coming. Mm -hmm. winter's coming like we're gonna it's gonna come right and the thing is though that we have to all the seasons is what makes the world beautiful and we always gonna have seasons like our emotions and our feelings it's okay to have that moment of jealousy but then it's okay but then what you do is you reset and say but I'm great too and I got talents too and God has a plan for me too and it's coming now later bigger and better, you know, like that, it allows you to shift rather than staying in that way of being, right? You don't want to be sad all the time. You don't want to be angry all the time. You don't want to be jealous all the time. Can you feel those emotions? Yes. But let's, let's also reset and let's see what gratitude also says about life and our way of being. I love that. And that is so mm -hmm. powerful. And that's one of the things that I'm learning. You know, I shared with you yesterday, you know, my youngest daughter is reading a, a ton of books and I'm actually cherry picking <laughs> a few of her yeah. books in her library. Um, the ones that kind of speak to me and, you know, a few of them, for example, like the secret, it talks about mm -hmm. setting maybe more specific goals. Um, the power of now, uh, Eckhart Tolle, talks about yeah, I love him. Um, absolutely it's an amazing book and he you know is talking about 
appreciating now and not being stuck in the past or in the future. Exactly. But, but both books speak to, you know, meditating. So let me ask you, you know, there's different ways, I guess, to, I guess, kind of start off and, and practice gratitude. Mm -hmm. um, as one tries to evolve to having maybe an empty tank of gratitude and then increasing their fuel as they yeah. go on, do you feel that meditating is a good place to start? Or is it more just of a, a, a consciousness of existence as we just mm -hmm. progress through yeah. our day? And so I'm going to be very honest with you. I, I, I feel that everyone's journey is going to look different. Now, I do practice meditation, but that wasn't always the, the practice for me. That wasn't always the thing. I gradually got to there. And the best way I can explain this is this. If you're a first-time karate student, on day one, you're not going to break the brick, right? Right? You know how they teach you how to punch the brick and boom, break it? Absolutely. You're not going to step into karate class and you've never even broke anything, you know, and then they're going to expect you today, you break the brick. There are all of these, you know, what, you know, karate teaches all of this stuff. I don't, I don't know the, the word here, but they teach you all of the things that you're eventually going to get to a point where then you're going to break the brick. But what do they start with? I believe they start with like, Wax Sand. the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wax wax the car. Okay, there you go. Good analogy, karate kid. All right, yeah. there you go, right? Like you're doing all the things that maybe to you, you don't, it doesn't make sense, but you're like, you're setting, you're, you're getting the muscles like stronger, right? You're getting those, those parts prepared to then be able to do it, right? So if you've never meditated and you're like, you know, 35, 40 years old and your whole entire life, you didn't practice meditation. And if you were someone like me who was like stressed all the time and all my thoughts run and I have insomnia and all I do is I stay up for an hour every night thinking about everything that's going wrong. If that was my practice, right? We all have rituals, right? I always tell people, you have a ritual. People think rituals are like this special thing. A ritual really at the end of the day is what you do. Absolutely. How do you wake up? What do you do before 100%. you go to bed? Right. That's a ritual. Your rituals are either working for you or they're not. So I used to have a ritual. My ritual was go to bed, think about everything that's going wrong in my life and all the problems that I have. Then I wake up, pick up my phone, check out my email, check out my social media, scroll through Facebook. That was a ritual. That was a ritual. Right. So it took me changing the rituals. So I didn't, I remember people telling me you got to meditate because I used to suffer from anxiety meditate, breathe, do this. I used to try to meditate. You can't go from someone who's stressed for 15 years and thought of every single, you know, had the lack mindset that I did to then all of a sudden you think I'm going to sit down and, and sing Kumbaya and quiet my mind and meditate. It, I couldn't do it in the beginning. I couldn't. I had to take those small little steps to then now, oh my gosh, I can meditate for an hour. I can meditate now. I can still, I can sit in stillness. But for me, it didn't start like that. For me, it started with one little small change. Started to read the books. Started to shift the way I was thinking. Then it led to journaling. Journaling, it not in the, journaling guided. Then I stopped it, stopped guided meditation, um, guided journaling. I started to journal my thoughts, because some people would say journal. And I'm like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I got so caught up in like the writing. Right. And then, so I'm like, well, then I'll try guided meditations, which will tell me what to write about. I'm sorry, guided journaling. 
So it would ask questions and I would start with that. So it was just kind of steps. Now, I don't even like guided devotions or guided, don't tell me what I need to write. I spill it and I can write pages and pages and pages. So every single time someone tells me, I don't know what to journal. I'm like, I know, I feel you. That was me. But today I can write a book in one hour. It, it's a practice, right? It's like, it's like going, the karate kid on day one doesn't know how to, to break the brick. But let me tell you, after he's got practice on Break, you know, punching sand and then the neck, I forget what it is. It, it, it moves and progresses, right? And, you know. <laughs> yeah. So then, and, and then he's like, to the first kid in karate school, he's like, hey, guess what? I was where you were at once, but you're going to be here too. And so if you think that you got to be transformed on day one, that expectation already setting you up to fail because it's not going to happen on day one. Your journey is going to look a lot different. And some people will get meditation right away. Some people won't. But the thing is, is it's not, it's not that it doesn't work. It's that you've got to get to the point where it allows to be that transformational tool, depending on who you are and what your journey is and how much of your brain and thoughts were so toxic. Like me, I was living in toxicity. I was thinking things that were not healing me, that was actually keeping me sick. I had gut issues. I explained to you yesterday, I would pass out. I had skin issues. I would, my head would swell, hives. I mean, name it. I was literally killing myself, you know, because of that, that thought, that the thoughts I was having um, that was not ingratitude. You know, I was having the lack fixed mindset about things and um, it was killing me. And so I had to start shifting my rituals, right? I had to create new rituals that would work for me. And for me, it started with, again, reading, guided journal, slow little meditation, breathing <laughs> techniques. And then it just progressed, you know, and on and on and on. And, and it's been, I mean, I've healed all my gut issues, my food allergies. I haven't had a panic attack in years. Thank God, you know, I, I don't miss those <laughs> at all. So. Yeah, I can only imagine. You know, that's, you know, I love it. I love it. That is so amazing. And, you know, the mind is so powerful that we really kind of downplay or maybe underappreciate how powerful it is. So for those yeah. out there or myself, let's just say, who has been on the little baby steps of incorporating mm -hmm. gratitude more and more in my life or our lives um, as individuals out there, when you set a goal and it doesn't happen, you mentioned people have a tendency to shut down and quit. Yeah. You know, in your opinion, something really beautiful you said yesterday, you know, is, is God saying no? No, see, I believe that he doesn't say no. I believe he either says yes, not now, or I have something better for you. And I think that in that gives you so much freedom to keep showing up every day, to be in alignment with what it is that you want to create. Because your desire was placed by God. I believe that if you're truly clear on the desiring goals that you want for your life, you know, and I believe that there, clarity is very important. It's like, why do I want this goal, right? Get clear on why. Do you really want the goal or do you think you need that because you're trying to please somebody else or other people, right? Getting clear on what that goal is and knowing I truly desire this. I truly desire this goal. You know, one, I'll use myself as an example. One of my examples is I, I've always, since I was young, wanted to be a speaker. It was just, I wanted, I wanted, I used to be in youth ministry and I used to go to these youth conferences and I was like, I want to be on stage and I want to empower people. And I would get feedback from others be like, wow, you have a really powerful way 
of, you know, of speaking. And I would get that affirmation by others. And then as I, journey, as I got older and I took jobs and had to do presentations and management and people would be like, wow, you're really great at presenting. And then I took on the job that I have right now, which is, you know, in direct sales. And I had to lead and train and people started saying, wow, you're really motivational. See, I don't think those are just coincidences. I believe that God places desire on, in my heart to passionately want to speak and, and transform lives. So if my goal is I want to be a speaker, I want to speak all around the world, right? I want to speak on stages and I want to empower women all around the world. I don't, I'm clear on that. I have, I have clarity that that is a true calling that God has played. Like I, I was a young teenager with that desire. And so here I am, I have a goal. I could set goals. I want to be a speaker. I want to be you know, speaking on stages, I want to be asked to speak. And let's say it's not happening. Let's say that, okay, another year goes by and I haven't been asked to speak yet or on stage yet, or my speaking career isn't taking off how I thought. I know this. I know that God is not saying no. He either is saying I'm doing it in my timing and that he has something either better for me than I imagined. And that with that allows me to keep doing what I do best is to keep sharing. That's why I have the podcast to go live on my Facebook, to send uplifting messages. I'm still going to perfect my speaking abilities, right? Take the speaking courses, learn how to present because I'm preparing for what I believe God has planned for my life, right? So you don't give up on your goal. And that allows you to say, it's still happening. The way I want it, in God's timing, or bigger or better, you know? And that, and and that, that allows sends, you to show up. <laughs> well, that seems like chills down my spine because, you know, again, you know, in Atlanta, that event that you and I participated in, I mean, there was a lot of great speakers. You were one that really caught my attention just because of your energy, because of your presence. And, of course, your message was resonating with where I'm at in this point yeah. spiritually in my life. But let me ask you this. So I have no doubt that you're going to get to where you're, uh, where you're headed. But let me ask you this, because we all have different goals out there. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, are there any goals that are, is gratitude enough? It, are, are there ancillary things that we also need to do or practice or proactively incorporate in our life? Or do you feel that gratitude by uh, living a life fueled by gratitude mm -hmm. and incorporating that as a lifestyle, do you feel that it is enough to really help us reach any goal, that no goal is too, too lofty? Yeah, I really do believe, if you're going to ask me for my personal opinion, I believe that gratitude is the ultimate manifestation tool. Because see, gratitude is so many layers deep. It, gratitude is the self-love that you need. It's the self-compassion that we heard about, right? Last, last week on, and, and last weekend in the, in the event is self-gratitude opens up so much more things. It opens you up to understanding more things, to see it. You become the antenna to receive. Gratitude, like we were saying earlier, you give gratitude because you just received something. So if you're in constant gratitude, you're always in receiving mode. But what's 
awesome about gratitude is that you're in the receiving mode of what you are giving out. And if you are in a lifestyle of gratitude, you're giving love, you're giving joy, you're giving compassion, you're giving, because see, you can't be in gratitude with the opposite, right? So if you are constantly checking yourself, you know, I have a course that I wrote called Reveal to Heal, and I have a course called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. I think you would appreciate it. I feel like you would know all of the, uh, the titles. It's, you know, it's what's the scenario? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Don't believe the hype. It's all 90s. Those are all my favorite songs. songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so one of, the, one of the things is check yourself before you wreck yourself. Like if you're not checking yourself, you will, you will find yourself in the opposite vibration of gratitude, right? And then if you unravel what gratitude means, gratitude goes into love. It, it goes into self-love. If you're not free, right, you will not be compassionate to others. You can't give to others unless you're full, full freedom, whole, complete. If you feel lack, you're always going to be attached to other things, right? You're going to look for the external to please you because you don't feel whole and complete. Being whole, full, and complete, and free, and loving yourself stems from the law of gratitude. That's what I call it. It's the gratitude. Gratitude comes from the heart. So when you, so yeah, to answer that question, gratitude is the ultimate manifestation tool because within gratitude goes so much deeper. That's where the self-love comes. That's where the self-compassion is. That's when you don't beat yourself up because you decided to take a day of rest. Self-love says, I'm allowed to rest. But self-loathing says, man, what's wrong with me? Why am, I, why, am I, why am I procrastinating? You beat yourself up, right? Because you're procrastinating rather than practicing self-compassion and saying, it's okay, I, I, I deserve rest. I love myself. Or the person who gets all shame and guilt because she ate the brownie and now she's self-loathing. I suck. This is why I'm fat. This is why I can't be skinny. I just ate right. the brownie. What's wrong right. with me? Right? You know, you know what I mean? Like the... When you, are, when you don't love yourself, the disasters come. You're always going to feel lack in your life and you're going to beat yourself up and you're not taking care of yourself. The girl who looks in the mirror and points out every single flaw in her body, her body is receiving that energy. Wow, you don't love me. You don't love me. And so does she treat herself kindly because... Now her body can't even heal. Her body can't even give her what she needs because she's not giving her, her body what it needs. Why? She's not in gratitude. She's not gratitude for the body that says, wow, thank you legs for giving me legs so I can walk and do what I do. Thank you hands and fingers so that I can feel and touch, right? Gratitude. Thank you body for pumping a heart that gives me life. Thank you nose that allows me to breathe and mouth wow. and let me heal. Wow. Yeah. When you give gratitude rather than everything that's wrong with your body, look at all these love handles. Your body feels that energy. Wow. You're hating on me right now. What about the gratitude that this, that I do with stomach is speaking to you. So you don't appreciate me for what I do to digest your food and give you nutrition. <laughs> you know, your body feels that energy. When you're not in gratitude, you can't give yourself, your body, the people, the things, the energy it needs to thrive, period. Gratitude allows you to thrive and be the ultimate receptor of your goals. You want your goals? Get in gratitude. That's it. It's simple. Get in gratitude 
in every area of your life. How you treat yourself, what you say to yourself, what you treat, say to others. What you do to others is what you believe about yourself. You know, it's triggers reveal to you where you're not free. Someone bothers you, question it. Check yourself. You know? That, that's, a, that's amazing. I mean, the whole concept <laughs> is, is amazing. And that's such a powerful answer. Because, you know, I can only speak for myself. And when I hear or think about the word gratitude, you know, I have compartmentalized the definition. But the way that you just explained its impact it's really, really, really powerful. And then I think about my daughter who has made this transformation and, you know, a real transformation has to come from within the things that she's proactively mm -hmm. incorporated in doing now are things that we had talked about, but those forces from outside can't create that change. It has to come from within. But when she raises her vibration, it raises everybody's vibration around yes. her. So all of us, so my oldest daughter and myself, we're all a lot more positive where, like I said, I'm proactively reading these things. So can you speak to that a little bit? Because not only does yes. it have the ability to transform you internally, the health of your body, but it has this ancillary yes. benefit. Oh, totally. You, there is no doubt that you can feel other people's energy. Well, I, I get really, see, I get, see, I believe that there's good triggers and bad triggers, right? So I get triggered when someone says energy is not real. I'm like, what? You cannot deny that you can walk into a room and feel the energy of that room. You can't deny, you, can't, you can walk into a room, if there a fight just happened and you didn't even witness the fight and you walk into the room, you're like, oh, something just went down, right? That's very true. You very true. feel it. Body, you ever hear someone that says like, you can say whatever you want, but if your body language doesn't go, go with it, you reading the body language. What body language is, is energy. It's an energy. Yes. If I'm slumped mm -hmm. like this, it, it's, it's saying something. If I'm like this, it's saying something. It's an energy. It's a language, right? So people feel energy. And then what people don't realize is that that energy, the situation that's happening, the event, right? The, the person that you see that's left, we have, we have a thought about it. Right away, we have a thought about what's happening. And then that thought creates an emotional energy in our bodies automatically. So now what you just experienced is creating an energy in your body. You feel an emotion right now, which is if you see something, you're like, oh, you already feel something, <laughs> right? Correct. You feel uh, it. It's very true. So energy is real. So if somebody is being happy, joyous, it's just going to grab, it, it's, it's going to, speak to you. And now you have a thought you're going to be all high vibe too. It's just a natural way to, to reciprocate, you know, to reciprocate. Like the, people say like yawning is contagious, right? You see someone yawn and then you're, you're yawning too, right? <laughs> Same thing. It's like our bodies are just like, Oh, we're doing that now. Okay. We're doing that, you know? And so I definitely believe that when you start to exude this energy, you become in that vibrational energy. And then you will automatically just start to attract those people. People love being around people that are positive and happy. I mean, we talked about this yesterday. You know, people who are happy, nothing bothers them, right? 
They're like, oh, you know, they're in line. Take your time, sweetheart, to the cashier. It's okay. I'm in no rush. And they're like, yeah, I got to be at a meeting at two. But they're like, no rush. Take your time, you know, whatever. And the other person who's miserable, has no patience, completely in opposite of gratitude, is mean and evil and triggered by every single person and every single thing that happens, right? I'm telling you, when you meet people who are really, truly happy, nothing bothers them, right? It's almost like the puppy love in the beginning when people are loved. You know when the guy in the office just got a girlfriend, you know, with new girlfriend, and he's high vibing all over the, the office, right? Like <laughs> talking to people. Talking like, to the printer. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, how you doing? Like, there's an energy that love and, and happiness gives, you know? And then when you're like that, you're like, you're really pleasant to be around, you know? But if you're miserable, you're going to look for misery. You're going to look for misery. Or if you're miserable, but you want to be happy, you're going to gravitate towards happiness. Because you know it's attract. Yes, that is really, really amazing. Just uh, amazing stuff. And so, you know, let me ask you, one of the things that I noticed when you were on stage giving your presentation, and I'm probably going to mess the name of it up, but your, your gratitude bell, I, I can't remember yeah. what you called it, but yes. your gratitude bell. Can you just kind of share with us where that came from and how you're using it to, uh, you know, again, align you within that lifestyle of gratitude? Yeah. So I started getting, I started a bell. It's called the gratitude bell. And I believe that when you're the more you're grateful in life, the more gratitude you bring your way. So it's called bring the gratitude, like you're ringing, bringing. And I decided to do this as a ritual again. Two years ago, I started with my children and I ring the bell so that I can celebrate all the things. I look for a way. It's my reset throughout the day because we're going to get frustrated. I have three daughters. They you know, they're going to irritate me. I'm going to yell. I'm going to scream. I'm going to, something's going to happen and I'm going to go in that low vibration, right? So for me, it's the reset with gratitude and say, I'm going to intentionally look for ways to be in gratitude and to celebrate, celebrate all the things. So I started ringing this bell and I started my children on it. And I would, every single time I bought groceries, ring the bell, celebrate. If I paid a bill, ring the bell. Thank you. I could pay the bill. I got, you know, I paid my electric bill. I get cold air running in this hot floor today, you know, just finding reasons to just celebrate all the time. And now it's become this amazing ritual. I've shared it with so many women. It's now fundraising. Um, it's a fundraising project. So I have this bell that says, bring the gratitude on it. And it promotes, you know, celebrating all the things in life, ring the gratitude, bring the gratitude by ringing the gratitude bell. And it just kind of checks you. It checks you throughout the day. The more you ring it, I believe, the more you get in that higher vibration frequency, the sound is emanating out. You know, when you go to a bar and the bartender rings that bell, everybody wants that bell rang for them. So he's <laughs> actually bringing more tips by ringing that bell because he's celebrating what he just got in gratitude. And now everybody else wants to do that. And that's how I, rep how I think the bell is, is that it gets me in gratitude and then it sends out this beautiful bell frequency sound that says, hey universe, thank you, I appreciate it, bring me more. <laughs> yeah, that is so beautiful and it's so funny because I did tell my daughters about that and so we will be ordering a few of those Yay! bells. <laughs> I think it's really important to celebrate, you know, little accomplishments in life, yeah. but of course, 
uh, as it relates to gratitude and living that lifestyle. Yeah. And just so you know, it is fundraising for the Domestic Violence Coalition. And the month of October, which is when hopefully everybody will be listening to this, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So 100% of the proceeds of the bell right now go towards that nonprofit. Love it. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Well, tell us where any of our listeners can find you, you know, what are yeah. some things that you're working on now and then where can they go and get that gratitude? I have a lot in the works that I cannot <laughs> legally technically announce until everything okay. is okay. trademarked, I can respect but that. definitely stay in touch. You can go on bringthegratitude.com and you can check out the bell. You can um, submit for me to be in touch with you. There are some things in the works for 2020 that people will love um, on how to live a life fueled by gratitude. You're going to love it. So definitely stay tuned. Um, I also am obviously a speaker, so you can, you know, have me speak at any events virtually or live events. I love, love that. So that's definitely one way they can work with me. And I am now opening up to, um, corporate events as well, come into corporate office and speak on this concept as well. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I can definitely attest with what I witnessed with your presentation yeah. at the Live Your Focus event. You are amazing at what you do. Oh, thank you. Definitely you know what you're talking about, your energy, just wonderful spirit. And I want to thank you so much for your yeah. graciousness twice now <laughs> yes. of uh, sharing your time with me and uh, our listeners and uh, bringing your knowledge. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fueled by Gratitude. It is my honor and pleasure to give you a weekly dose of some positivity, uplifting words, and some mindset and lifestyle principles that you can use to transform into your best version. If you loved what you heard today, please share this episode with your friends and make sure to check out my woman mindset group called Mad Women. Link in the comments in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time on another episode.